Welcome to the Living the Abundant Life podcast with Rob and Sarah Betts. Living the Abundant Life is a weekly podcast designed to help others learn to live in abundance. And now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Living the Abundant Life with Rob and Sarah. So glad that you've been following along with us. If you're listening uh, to our podcast or watching one of the videos right now, we thank you so much for following along and studying with us. Let's believe God together and we're going to just continue to talk to you about some things that we have on our heart about what it means to be a part of the body of Christ. So Father God, we thank you and praise you for your goodness and your mercy towards us. Thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you that as we study your word, you give us revelation by your Holy Spirit, eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart that is open and receptive to what you would say to us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So we've been talking about what it means to serve in the body of Christ and just how valuable that is for the kingdom of God. Every person has a place in the body of Christ. And if we realize that, it keeps the enemy from hindering the process of reaching the world uh, with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so it's a necessity that everyone make a decision to be part of the body of Christ. Absolutely. And that we become doers of the word, that we're not hearers only, but that when we see it in the word, that we take it as this this is from God, this is for now, this is for my life. And we grab a, grab a hold of those promises and it'll change your life. It's changed our life. And so we just want to share some of these truths with you because we want you to know you have a purpose. You have unique gifts. You have unique callings that only you can fulfill in the body of Christ in this earth right now. You have a special purpose. And when we talk about being a member of the body of Christ, I'm not just talking about being born again. I'm talking about being an active member, just like with our own bodies. uh, If a part of us isn't working optimally or isn't working correctly, Uh, I remember I had uh, done some damage to my eye uh, a few years back that caused me to have a significant impairment for a while in one of my eyes. And it made me function differently because I couldn't see well out of that one eye. I could still see some things, Mm -hmm. but there was this haze over it. And at one point it was even painful. But my whole body was hindered because one part wasn't functioning the way that it needed to function. That's why the Bible, when it talks about the body of Christ, I think specifically, and it talks about us being members in particular, uh, why it uses that reference. Because we all understand what it means uh, when our bodies aren't functioning like they should. If you've ever been in a cast, uh, if you've ever stubbed your toe. Mm. That little toe is really important when it's not working right. Or, oh, have you ever had a crick in your neck and it just makes you so irritable? Right, you're you know? just grouchy all day. No, no, not us. We're never yeah, grouchy. No, no, not you, oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you but, just throw that back <laughs> But um, if, we, if we look at 1 Corinthians 12, 18, um, and we encourage you, grab your Bible, read this for yourself. Right. Um, but now, as things really are, God has placed and arranged the parts in the body, each one of them, just as he willed and saw fit. He saw fit for you to have a place in the body. Every single person has a place, and it says with the best balance and function. So when all of us, just like our body, when it's working optimally, we have the best function, the best balance, you know, the best uh, life, fulfilling life, when we feel good, you know, right. when we're eating healthy, when we're exercising, right? right? right. All those things, when yeah, everything's she working right. She stopped and went to meddling, talking about <laughs> well, you know, She might have been talking to I me. I did look at you just a little bit, but <laughs> each part is important. And if we look down to verse 27, can you look at that one in yours? Yeah, sure. 
uh, verse 27 says this. It says, now you are the body of Christ and members in particular. Mm -hmm. It says in verse 28, God has set some in the, in the church, first apostles, secondly prophets, thirdly teachers. After that, miracles and gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. Mm -hmm. Then it says in verse 29, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the, uh, the gift of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret. And it says covet earnestly the best gifts. I had yeah. somebody say this one time. I, I heard them when I was a, a student. They said, what is the best gift? It's the one that's most needed at the time. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the best true. gift. Right. So your gift could be the best gift at any given moment because it's the one that is needed at the time. Uh, there are times when uh, helps is needed. I, I When in pastoring churches, uh, board meetings were not my favorite part of pastoring, but that natural side of the government of the church mm -hmm. and making sure that we were being good stewards of the resources, those kind of things, those were valuable. Right. Uh, they weren't good for Sunday morning. You know, mm -hmm. if we, instead of preaching the word, were having a board meeting, mm -hmm. it probably wasn't the most beneficial gift at the time. But to have board members around you, uh, church leaders who have wisdom in different areas to be able to come together collectively, you didn't need a sermon at that moment mm -hmm. in that boardroom. You needed the best gift for that time. Mm -hmm. And so your gift is at times the best gift in the moment. It's the one that's needed. So we have to make sure that we're always giving our supply. Right, and none of them are more important than the other. Right. It's just like your body. Everything is important. Every You need every single part of it and working together for the best bounds and function. So if we look over in 1 Peter 4.10, just as each one of you has received a special gift, a spiritual talent and ability graciously given by God, employ it in serving one another as is appropriate for good stewards of God's multifaceted grace, faithfully using the diverse, varied gifts and abilities granted to Christians by God's unmerited favor. So this is a special gift. We're not talking necessarily about apostles, uh, preachers, teachers, not those gifts. These are actually natural, special gifts and talents. Maybe you are like the most organized person. Uh, thankfully, in our home, we have one really organized person, and it's thank, our youngest thank, child. Uh, Hallelujah. Uh, I you were say me. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but boy, we're so grateful of her organizational skills. Oh, absolutely. She helps us in so many ways. Even that, and that's the thing is even in your own family, uh, you're going to have people who have varying gifts. Right. And the way God uh, connects family members together, husbands and wives with their children, everyone having their part. Right. Uh, it is a picture of what the body of Christ yes. is like, you know, and if you've ever had, I know there are times where our kids, now that they're grown, you think, oh, if they were here to do this, to help us, how beneficial that would mm -hmm. be. And you're reminded of their gifts and their special right. talents and things. You understand that sometimes there's a hindrance or a block because someone's not there in the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, in the body of Christ, it's the same way. Right. In the moment when your gift is needed, it should always be available. Someone should be saying at the drop of a hat, if I can be of benefit to the body as a whole, I want to be available for that, whatever my gift is. And it could be a teaching gift. It right. could be sure. uh, a musical ability. Mm -hmm. It could all certainly be any of those things. Mm -hmm. But it's not to discount any of the other things that are equally as valuable 
in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. There are times where your good ideas are needed. If you're creative and there's something coming up where they need to come together and, and brainstorm about some ideas around maybe an event that's going on at the church, or they do need that administrative mm -hmm. help, uh, that wisdom, or maybe you're, I mean, practically speaking, you could be an accountant. I can't, we've got a friend who was a CPA and I can't tell you how many times he was there to give me advice in an area that was not uh, my strong suit. And he was able to help me to see some things from his perspective. I'll, I'll never forget one time I had a tax question and I was asking him about it, which you don't make a habit of asking people about their professional <laughs> skills. But I was like, can I ask you a quick question? And he volunteered willingly to take a look at it for me. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, if you don't mind, he said, I'll look at it. And so he started digging into it and he stopped in the middle of what he was looking at. And he goes, man, Robbie said, thanks for this. And I thought he was kidding, but he really felt good to be able to use his gift mm -hmm. and to dig in and find the answer for me. That's what it means to be available right. is utilizing your gift and feeling good about doing it, really. And you might be thinking, I don't, I don't really have any gifts. You do, because it's right here in the Word. You do have gifts and right. talents and abilities. A lot of times you might hear growing up, somebody notice that about you. Wow, you know, um, I just remember growing up that uh, our children's ministry when I was younger, we would go to the nursing home and visit. And I remember somebody saying to me, wow, you you actually enjoy like being here and talking to the elderly people. Uh, you're really good at that. And you know, that really stuck with me. And I do love to visit with older people. I've always enjoyed being around my grandparents and, and older people. I love to learn from them. But I remember somebody saying that to me when I was younger and kind of helping pull that gift out of me. So if you think about your life and you think about what's something that somebody said to me before, like, like I said, you're, you're really organizer. Wow. You, you know how to, um, you know, pull a party together. Wow. You, you know, you're so creative. You have so, such good ideas. Those are gifts and talents and abilities. And they're not just for your own use, but to serve others and to serve in the body of Christ. And the thing about that is we, I think sometimes we think because it's natural ability that it's not God-given gift. Right. But the scripture tells us every good and yes. every perfect gift comes down from the Father of right. lights. So God places within us all mm -hmm. these, all the uniqueness that you see uh, between people. There is, you know, uh, that's something that uh, just in the, like looking at a natural ability or a skill that I never really had was like drawing something. Sarah can look at something on, on a paper and redraw it on another, like on another piece of paper. She can see that and draw it. I cannot do that. I don't have that ability, but that's a God-given talent. There are things that uh, when I look at a certain issue or a problem sometimes at work before, people are looking at it many different ways, but God will give me my own perspective on it and I'll say something and everybody's like, oh yeah, well that's not me in my natural wisdom or my ability. It's God given. And so are your gifts and so are your talents and your right. abilities. They are God given and they are gifts for this world and for primarily for the body of Christ to reach the world. Yeah. Everything that you've got good within you. Your smile, when somebody says, man, when people feel uh, awkward in a room when they don't know yeah. each other, you're able to go around and move and to talk to people and make connections. 
That's God-given. That's an ability that he's given you. It's special and it's unique. It's part of the design of who he made you. I would say our gifts and our abilities, the way they're put together, ours mm -hmm. unique is our personal DNA or mm -hmm. our fingerprints. Absolutely. It's something that God has made you to be that way mm -hmm. to help us to connect with one another. Yeah. So all of these gifts, all of these abilities, everything that you have within you that is good or valuable, God has placed there so that we can make these connections, so that we can cross over into people's mm -hmm. lives and help them right. ultimately to reach them for the kingdom of God yeah. and to help to see them come into the kingdom of God and receive salvation. Yes, and it's our job to... Uh, to Find those gifts out. Ask the Lord, show me what those gifts are and develop them. You know, um, you might be a musician. You might be a singer. Well, you've got to practice those things. Uh, you might have some natural ability, but then adding your your own uh, determination to make those things better. Right. Reading books about uh, the gifts that you have, uh, finding out ways to develop those. That's our job. That's important to the body of Christ and to other people. And so you might think, well, I'm, I'm too old to you know, find out my talents and abilities. You're never too old. As long as you're alive, as long as you're here on this earth, you might have put yourself, you know, on the bench and said, I'm too old. I'm not going to help anymore. And Get back in there. In the same way, you might have said, I'm too young. Yeah. And you have put yourself on the bench. Right. But you're not too young right. to be used by God in, in service to the kingdom. Yes. Whatever abilities and talents that you have, God will use those to reach and to help other people. Right. And when you hear those things, I'm not good enough. I don't belong here. I'm too old. I'm too young. I, you know, those, wow, those people really have a gift. I'm just, you know, way down here on, on, you know, my ability. That's a lie from the enemy. That sounds just, that just <laughs> sounds like him. I mean, the scripture right. tells us that the thief yes. comes to steal. Right. Kill and destroy. What's he trying to steal there? Uh, he's trying to steal your momentum. Yes. He's trying to kill your dream yes. or your, uh, you know, your God-given dream that he's given to you. He's trying to destroy any opportunity that you have to serve in the body of Christ and to help other people. He right. he kills, he steals, and he destroys. And you can't let his uh, the comments that he brings to our minds. And sometimes, unfortunately, he may use the voice of someone else. Mm -hmm. We're not mad at people. We recognize Oh, they've allowed the enemy to get into their life to say those negative things, right. but God says different things about me. Mm -hmm. That's right. So it's so important to speak the word over yourself, to see what the word says. Like I said, this says each one of you has a special gift. Mm -hmm. So when the enemy tells you, you don't, everybody does but you, you have no talents, no gifts, no abilities. You just go right back to the word. No, it says right here that God's given me some special talents and abilities to use for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So speak the word over yourself. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. And that means finding those gifts, finding those abilities, and serving just like Jesus came to this earth to serve us. Yeah, yeah you know, that's what the scripture says. If we go to Philippians with me, this really ministers to me. I was reading the other day and, and we started talking about this. I remember one time somebody who had said some things about me in ministry that were not true and... Uh, uh, really got me upset a little bit and I had a, a, a friend come into my life and kind of calm me down a little bit because I wanted to go give this person a piece <laughs> of my mind and you know it was, it was the wrong thing to do uh, but I felt like the things that they had said they said to our peers and I thought well this is gonna uh, I, I've worked hard to have this reputation that I have 
uh, and he's going to ruin that. And as I'm saying it, just on the inside of me, I hear these words, uh, he made himself of no reputation, talking about Jesus. And that comes from this scripture here uh, in Philippians 2, 7. It says, um, uh, beginning with verse, uh, verse 5, we'll start there. It says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Verse 7 says, but he made himself of no reputation. And this is the part that he took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Mm. Jesus took on the form of a servant. He came to serve. Right. He, he was showing us what it looked like to be in this, this body serving other people. Right. And he is the model. He is the, the example. Mm -hmm. We look to Jesus and we see that he's serving those people that he comes in contact with. We're to serve right. those people that we come yeah. in contact with. And he said, I came not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And just to kind of close today, if you look at Philippians 2.13 and you think, you know, I, I, this is too big of a job. I, there's no way I can do this. You know, developing these gifts, finding these gifts, how can I be an asset to the body? Well, right here, verse 13 says, for it is not your own strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in you, both to will and to work, that is strengthening, energizing, creating in you the longing and ability to fulfill your purpose Amen. for His good pleasure. Amen. 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 Guys, let us pray for you today. just want to encourage you, make sure that you're looking for ways to be a part of what God is doing in the earth in these last days. I believe in this hour that we're living in when so many people desperately need uh, they need Jesus in their lives. They need a group of people around them who will surround them with faith and love. Uh, that's us. That's mm -hmm. you and I. Right. And I want you to find your place to be uh, a servant leader. I want you to uh, to find ways that you can help in your church, that you can help in your commu community to be a blessing to other people. Mm -hmm. And it, not about your reputation, not about who you are, right. but to serve as Jesus served. Let me pray Amen. for you. Father, we thank you so much for all of these people who are, uh, Lord, that they're just seeking you with their whole heart. They're, they set aside time to, to study together with us, Father. Thank you for the open door of opportunity that you would reveal to them, those talents and abilities that you've placed within them, where they can bring those to bear, where they can put those to use in the kingdom. I thank you, Lord, that they find that wherever they go, there are people that need what they have. And Lord, that you will help them to be a blessing, to be a greater blessing than they've ever been before in this season, this hour that we live in. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Guys, we love you and appreciate you. Thank you so much for watching or listening. Till next time, just keep living the abundant life. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.